Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Cherson Sussell here with Johnny Venerable and Frank Sanders. Guys, we are so close. It is almost Christmas Day. We're excited to open some presents, spend time with family, but more importantly, to get the to get to see the Cardinals back in action against the Colts. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is a win from the Cardinals uh, at State Farm Stadium. Please, God, let it happen. A team that has lost three straight games at home. Maybe just we need a holiday to break this little mini curse that we have going on with our, our Redbirds. But in all seriousness, it's a great time to celebrate a team that's, I mean, how many times have we said it, on the cusp of the playoffs, we feel like third time's a charm potentially to get them in after being able to clinch each of the last two weeks. Looking forward to like Johnny. I want the same thing. Uh, it would be great um, from a fan perspective just to feel like this isn't, you know, a lump of coal in your bag on a Christmas day. You, you guys, we can get a win. Uh, we can kind of wash the taste out of our mouth. But not only that, you wash the taste out of your mouth with a really good team. And if you smack up the coast that everyone is so highly on, saying that nobody wants to play, um, the team that could be as just as physical as anybody in the NFL they got the potential MVP and Jonathan Taylor and running back. The defense is coming along a little bit, but guess what? Our offense is really good. Our defenses can be really good. This team can be really good. So it would be it would be a great win for us to, um, to pull this off. So you guys are talking about what you want for Christmas. I went ahead. I don't know if it's too late to go ahead and send this letter in. I'm not sure if Santa's going to get it in time. But I did write a letter to Santa. Oh, you guys want me to read it for you? We yes. proofread it before I send it out. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess this up. You go. I girl. only want one thing this year. Yes. A Lombardi trophy. Mm. You see, the Cardinals have never won a Super Bowl title. They've played in one, but lost in it. Some say that's because they're cursed, but that curse has lasted long enough. In order to win a Super Bowl, we're going to need a few things. Please make J.J. Watt healthy again. We need him back, and hopefully he can help our run defense. Also, please help Rondale Moore and give Coach Cliff the creativity to get him the ball and maximize his talents. I could go on about the ways in which to improve our game and how we really need Kyler Murray to step up. But more than that, we need belief. Sometimes I feel like the Cardinals don't realize how good they actually are that they're one of the most talented teams this franchise has ever seen, that they genuinely have the chance to make history. This time of year is all about believing. Please give them the beliefs, the belief that they truly are capable of hoisting the Lombardi, and then we'll get there. Sincerely, C. That's hey, a, that made me emotional. Listen, I, mean, I had to close my eyes for a Johnny second. closed his eyes for a second. I was closing my eyes too. I was like, this is prayer. Let me get my head down too. <laughs> Bow your eyes and close your head, please. <laughs> I was envisioning Tim Allen, Santa Claus, potentially delivering a Lombardi to us. That's that's good stuff. I think we. I think you ought to send this not just to Santa, but every Cardinal fan, <laughs> so we can get more prayer warriors on that prayer right there. That was not a wish list. That was a prayer list. We need Hanukkah I Jesus. I did feel we like I was Christian putting Jesus. making a prayer list. Actually, I did felt like dear not, Jesus, dear Jesus, <laughs> not dear Santa, dear Jesus. I was kneeling down on the side of my bed. I was there with you. Me and Johnny both was we was right there with <laughs> you. Like, man, let's hold hands right now. Unfortunately, Jesus. probably not the only Cardinal fan ever to pray to Jesus of a Super Bowl trophy, and unfortunately, has not been fulfilled yet. But very well done. No, no adjustments needed. Perfect. Hey, 
He ain't always on our time, but when he's on time, it's right on time. That's right. And this might be the year for the Lombardi. I like Let's it. Go. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go, I like it. Well, anybody else? I mean, I appreciate you guys appreciating my letter to Santa. Do we have anything else on that we would want to add on a Christmas list? Uh, I would say playing time for Xavier Collins is right at the top of my list. Goodness gracious. When I see Santa, Joe Walker getting playing time over the 16th overall pick out of the University of Tulsa, it makes me feel like you don't care, Santa. So please make it happen this year and bestow upon him. I'm not going to get greedy, but maybe against the Indianapolis Colts, let's say like 30 defensive snaps, maybe 25. I feel like that's reasonable for me this year from Santa. He loves Zane. You know, Zane, I'm going to go with you on that. I'm just going to let you have that all by yourself. Thank you. I want no part of that on my wish list right there. Okay. I want, honestly, I want, I want two running backs to rush for over 100 yards. Ooh, I like that one. I want two running backs to rush for over 100 yards, and I want a tight end for over 100 yards. Wow. I want to make this offense so smooth and so nasty at the same time, dear Santa, that I would, I mean, just something that would just show the NFL that we can get grimy and dirty and that this 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 era sort of an offense with this cute quarterback is not us at 100%. We can get nasty and get ready to go into playoffs. And it and it's it, and we don't look like a one trick pony. We look like something pretty special. So if I could add it to my list, I would love to add that to my list. Two running backs for 100 yards, a tight end for 100 yards, and just making this game grimy and nasty. I would love that actually. I want a bunch of guys that are ready to run through a brick wall mm-hmm. on offense and defense. I'm ready to get some physicality back. Yes. We've seen a soft team at least the last two weeks, and I'm done with it. Check the box. That's on my list right now I'm with you. Yeah, I agree. I would love that. I mean, we, it's, it's hard to think, you know, and we're asking for something that would be almost like a miracle because this does not happen, and this is not the setup of our team. But if pushed, they could do it. If stated, they could they could go out and make a statement, and that would be something that I think is definitely a optional and possible. Um, and if you just, the game plan is there. We got the players to offset a lot of stuff. The following week, when we watched the Lions, Chase Edmond looked as healthy than anybody else on the field. He looked faster. Well, I can tell you nobody's expecting to, the Cardinals right. to have two rushers for over 100 yards. Do something different. I, I would love that. I think we can. I think they just can get physical with a team that wants to be wants to be physical on offense. But the defense is kind of show ponies. They're not really as physical as you think they are. They're really not. And I, I would love to see something like that. All right. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to to more Christmas stuff on this game? I mean, we're gonna uh, we're all gonna be out at, at the tailgates. We're gonna be talking about this game some more. Uh, any final thoughts we want to give our score predictions before we move on to uh, more Christmas related things? Yep, I'm gonna give the Cardinals a big lump of coal. Uh, we talked about it on our Tuesday show until they can prove me wrong. I'm ready to be proven wrong until that happens. Uh, I, I have the Cardinals losing this game uh, somewhere in the vicinity of like uh, 27-17. Indianapolis is white hot right now. They just beat Bill Belichick and the number one seeded AFC New England Patriots. Uh, they win dirty. It's the opposite of the Cardinals. I don't know if the Cardinals can win dirty. Uh, we're going to find out Saturday night. And I think Indy's defense is legit. And if Kyler Murray is not taking care of the football against the Lions, can he take care of the football against the Colts and their elite front seven? So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's a loss. Mm-hmm. I'm going uh, 24-21 Colts. 
for all the reasons you just named. And as I've been saying uh, this entire week, I just don't, my, my hand is, has not quite hit down on the panic button, but it's sort of hovering over it and I need to be proven otherwise. But right now my confidence has sort of been shot in this team. And we all know, you know, the record in primetime games are record at home this year. Uh, on top of the reasons that Johnny just mentioned. So I say it's a close one, but the Cardinals are not going to be able to get it done. Opposite of my two, my two Scrooges over here, I'm going different. I'm riding with the Cardinals. I believe that in this scenario right here, we have an opportunity to prove something. I think that what we talked about earlier was that we do our running back. Our running game is solid right now. It's the most solid aspect that, or it can be the most solid aspect of our game right now. Um, I'm going 27 to 17. Cardinals win. I think that your boy Carson Wentz will poop the bed because he thinks he can. His arm is weak. He doesn't throw the ball extremely well like he likes to. But that's why they hand the ball off. So I believe that the, huh? poop, poop. 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 He's gonna poop the bed. <laughs> he's not gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna wet it. He's gonna poop in the bed okay. this time. So <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to the Cardinals pulling out a, a W right here at home. I believe this is the time when leaderships will stand up and talk. And they would, and they would walk the walk. There's nothing else to say right now. You sucked the last couple of weeks. Guess what? Now it's time to go out and play football. And here's a cute thing: sometimes when you realize you got a team that's going to be physical, you got to be physical, and you got to decide if you're going if you're going to throw the first punch or going to take the punches all day. And I don't believe this group will be the guys that will sit back and take the punches all day. They've been that group the last two weeks, but hopefully, uh, I think it's going to take a Christmas miracle to get this team back on track. It's going to have to start on Christmas Day. Uh, I hope that I'm proved wrong. Certainly hope that. Uh, who knows with this team? But Frank, I think all Cardinals fans are siding with you. That uh, I believe they're, they're siding with. I believe they're siding with you guys more than with me. I'm going over here with the K2 tattoo on to my son. Please, God, help me with K2. <laughs> I'm hoping that he does something different. I honestly, like you know, I believe that they're siding. That's the part. We shouldn't be here. Two years ago. We walked through this team with the, we we held the hand of the team that we didn't even know what this team was, and then we start off this year with a team that potentially showed to be a team that could dominate the NFL, and they answered the bell extremely well the first seven weeks, eight eight nine weeks of the season, and then it just fell apart. And I, I'm with you guys. I am there, just as much as I'm over here saying that I believe that they will win. I'm nervous. And I'm fearful that we won't show up. And that's the part. But I have to believe that guys will not get punched. They will not allow themselves to keep getting punched in the mouth and getting talked about in a bad way. And it's just the Lions did it. So I dang sure know the Cardinals can do it. Well, I am sure that they are going to at least score a point, Mm -hmm. which means that could be money for new customers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you download the app, use the promo code PHNX, bet just $1 on any team to score in a game, which if you bet on the Cardinals, I am confident that they're at least going to score a point in this game. Uh, If they score, you score using that promo code PHNX because you're going to get $100 in free bets instantly if they do. DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you want to get a little more detailed and go with the same game parlay, 
You can get skin in the game that way. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. As always, with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. All right. Well, since it is so close to Christmas, all like I am full blown in the spirit of Christmas right now. Yep. And that's all I want to talk about, really. Okay. So Christmas movie rankings, guys. We all love them. Sometimes we hate them, just like some of the Christmas songs. It's like, okay, can we have enough of the Santa baby or whatever? But anyway, let's go to Christmas movie rankings here. We've all ranked our top five. Frank, why don't you start us off? Uh, I think I said, well, my, my number one is Home Alone. At the time it came out, I was at the right age to really enjoy it and, and you know just fall in love with the actors as well as the moment, the movie, and all of the little sneaky shenanigans stuff I want to do. Of course, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so there is no snow in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and there's no Macy, there's no big store. that. Well, there is a store, but it's like you walk out in short, so it's not the same. But um, that was my number one, Home Alone. Number two, me up. I don't even know what I said number two was. I said, remember? Number two. Uh, um, I can look it up real. No, let me let me do that. Because, I, I mean, it's just so many good movies that I had back in the days that, to me, I felt like um, it was kind of hard to make a good decision on. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, the Frank and Bass one with the Rudolph stop motion. The yeah. Nose, like the original cartoon? The original yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I was a kid. I mean, you know, <laughs> just the storyline to watch it, you know, and to fall in love with it. I was definitely part of that. Um, loved it. Loved that. And again, on Christmas, I know we said Christmas movies, but I just kind of had to, you know, now I'm a little older and I haven't, you know, celebrated Christmas. I, those two, my favorite two Christmas, you know, movies of all time, without a doubt. Well, this is what it was supposed to be. Yeah, about. I know, but I, I you know, but on, <laughs> but on Christmas now, I'm, I'm about... He's got, like, Goodfellas yeah, third. I'm like and Friday. Yeah. I'm like, I like no, Friday. Yeah, he's got I want to laugh. Friday, ha- James Bond. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want to sit around and have a great time with the family while oh, something just man. passing us by and watching it. The Hallmark's Christmas stories, I know they're great, but they're just not my, it's not my flow. Um, once I got past my, you know, home alone and my, this, my childhood stuff, but now as a grown man, yeah. I want to be able to walk through the house and see stuff that's comical and fun on the TV. And like a James Bond kind of in- excites me. And then dumb and dumber. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> it's not even a, it's not even a Christmas movie. I know. But, <laughs> I didn't question her. it. I but, didn't. Like, like, <laughs> me, I had to send these in for the graphic. Oh, I'm at home. Like, yeah. This I'm is at, so much but, better than what this segment but, is going to be. I'm at home <laughs> and I just want to watch something I want to enjoy. And I'm celebrating Christmas, so I don't want to be watching the Christmas carols or something like that. This is, it's hard to really. it's week leading up, Frank. I know, but the idea is Uh I'm at home and I'm enjoying, these are the movies, if I'm at home, I'm gonna watch a. I'm gonna watch Home Alone like a piece of it, and I'm gonna dive into Kirsten this. Kirsten has such disgust on her face. It's right okay now. though, but she knows Dumb that. Dumb and Dumber is a great movie. It Thank is, you. but it's not a Christmas. No, movie. it it can be. All right, Frank. Why don't you? There sit was snow. Th- we love your brother. Why don't you Somewhere. sit this one out? All right, all right, <laughs> Kirsten. What do you got? What do you got for us? Well, Frank said that he wants to laugh, and like, there's a Christmas movie for that. It's called Christmas Vacation. And yeah, I agree. That's, actually, that's, that, that is my that is, favorite movie of I, all time. Look, Pound on of that all one. time, That's hella yeah, famous. of all time, of all yeah. time, of all time. Shit is full. <laughs> My favorite scene is with uh, he's got the squirrel on his back. Chevy Chase has a squirrel on his back. <laughs> <He's running. laughs> 
<laughs> and, then, and then he turns around and it's a, <laughs> oh yeah well he turns around and <laughs> she came and I think most people know what happened yeah <laughs> all right whatever you know what I'm saying I oh my gosh it's just a an absolute classic and one of the few movies I feel like I was that was like inappropriate for me to watch that I was allowed to watch growing okay. up and my parents oh, let me watch the heck out of that thing I nice I'm not usually somebody that watches movies more than once. Mm -hmm. I've probably seen this movie a hundred times. My favorite. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> my second one is Elf. That's a movie that that came out at the right time for me mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Um, three is Grinch, the like the newer one, like the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, the Jim yeah, yeah. The Jim Carrey one. For a Christmas story, sure. Because I grew up in Ohio, and that's just a just a, a classic. That's where the movie was shot, and the, the oh really? The, yeah, the the house is still there. You can go, hmm. go see, see it. it. It's in Cleveland. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh very well known about uh very well known in the area. It's like a, one thing that people in Cleveland really take pride in <laughs> is that movie. And fifth is It's a Wonderful Life, just because oh you just, it's a life lesson, Frank. Oh and it's, this is the time of year where you need those life lessons, right? You just what need to know life. what's like truly important in life, yeah. kind of reset everything as you head into a new year. Yeah. There is so much bullshit being spewed on this podcast. I love that, though. No, I mean, Wonderful Life is pretty fire, bro. Are you kidding me? That's Have you ever bullshit. seen a Wonderful Life? Have you seen I, it? I, I, yeah. Have you yes, ever seen I've a Wonderful seen Life? It. It's not on my rotation. It's oh in black and white. Goodness. Come on. You gotta love it, man. It's fine. It's, 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 it's a fine. good story. It's Cary Grant, isn't it? Is it Cary Grant? And it's now like, that I don't know. My God, I guess like I get you. Go ahead, Johnny. Take off. Take off. No, no, no. I give respect to that list. Jerson's got several staples on her list that are also present on mine. Uh, my number one though is a movie that hasn't been um, uttered by either of you. It's a it's a more modern movie. Four Christmases. Have you ever seen I don't that? I've seen that one. What? You haven't seen Four Christmases Four, with Vince Vaughn? And uh, Reese Witherspoon and John Favreau. Oh my God! It I is. Think I have seen it. It's though. fantastic. That's that's they when they everybody's went, house or like right, something like they that. They go to okay. four. So both their parents yeah. are, are divorced. Their sets of right. parents are divorced. So they go to four. They're supposed. They always blow that's off Christmas funny. every year. It's a funny one. Oh, I've and, never seen it. Oh, oh that Chris is funny. Pearson, you can put that on your. That is good funny. Hell, that is you really funny. That Netflix has it. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, yeah. If they if they do check it out, it's fantastic. Good call. Uh, that's that's my number one. My wife and I love that movie. We've already watched <laughs> it. Uh, we'll probably watch it again. Elf, just like Cheerson, is is my number two. Solidified okay. there. Will Ferrell. Uh, fantastic. Uh, actually, Netflix has a really good documentary on the making of Elf that I, I watched the other day, which was great. Christmas Vacation is also my number three mm -hmm. for all the reasons Cheerson said. Then my list starts to go off a little bit. Um, off the please tell pad. me there's still Christmas movies. There are they're both Christmas movies. The, the 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 fifth one you could argue. Number four is Home Alone two. I prefer the second one. What over the first really? one? I like I like the fact that he goes to New York. When that movie came out, all I wanted was one of those talk boys that he had in the movie. I got one. It was a piece of crap, but I was obsessed with that. Um, I just think it, it's. I just think it's more fun. I love the cast at the hotel. Uh, the guy behind the guy, uh, the hotel lobby that was in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I can't remember his name. He's fantastic. Um, the first one's great. Second one's my my preference. Uh, and then the fifth one is where I, I already got pushback from Espo. It's a movie that came out in 1992 when I was four years old. I saw it in the movie theater around Christmas time. Batman Returns with Michael Keaton, Tim Burton's movie. The movie is set at Christmas. 
It's fa- shut up, Espo. Echoing <laughs> me from, from the other the other room, from the other studio. It's hundred percent a Christmas movie. There's snow everywhere. There's Christmas trees everywhere. It is not the focal point of the movie, but it is set during Christmas, and there are enough Christmas themes enough that I just love that movie enough. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a timely classic. So that's my top five. I also have not seen that. Y'all are a bunch of cheaters. That is not cheating. Well, that's not cheating, but I, I think that, well, yeah, which it is. Batman Returns yeah. has the Chris, like they have Christmas parties and there are elves. They are bad. They try to attack Batman. There are, there are things that Christmas is very present in the movie. The movie is just not about Christmas. Well, at least it's not Dumb and Dumber or um, <laughs> Friday. What was the, yeah, Friday. Friday and, uh, you haven't seen Friday? Shoot, what was the well, yeah. Well, yeah, man, okay. that's what you want. Oh, James it's Bond. Fu- it's a funny moment. <laughs> like I say, I, I, try, I, 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 no, well, I tried to get into the, like, but I'm like, having like, that's not like, I get it, but when I'm at, when I'm at home and Christmas right. is going on, it's like, this is what I want to watch. I don't want to I know, but like the assignment like, was like Christmas movies. I know, and I gave you two. And I gave you my two best evers. <laughs> I mean, the, the two best evers. But Christmas, look, Christmas Vacation, Four Christmases. Like, those are really, those are really. It's I've never a wonderful seen Elf. life. I've never seen Elf. You've never seen Elf? I've never seen Elf. i only seen what? bits and pieces. I've never seen Elf. I thought it was kind of like, it would be too, it'd be too dumb and dumber-ish. And I just, but you like you put Dumb and Dumber was, on your list. Yeah, I, mean, I'm a, I, I was a fan of it at the time, and I still love the movie. I don't so think I, I would watch like it. that. I feel like it'd be too One like Dumb liners. and Dumber. Frank, you put Dumb and Dumber on your list. It doesn't make any sense. Dumb and Dumber. No, I'm saying, well, Elf in Christmas. So Christmas has this 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 connotation of what's your favorite color? Hope, exciting, <laughs> and all these things Francisco. that you know make up christmas oh well, see these are things that make up christmas and i'm like I, I already know what christmas is i'm a dad with three girls i'm paying for a lot of stuff so i know who santa is so these are kind of like those are things that make up christmas and i just at the moment when it came to me so i just started focusing on me when i answered my questions which was me on christmas okay i now, mean i i appreciate that appreciate i like that. things that will either make me laugh yes. or make me feel something that's what and yes. that's what my list is geared around I miss a wonderful life. That's the only one I really miss. I wish I could have put that on there because I thought that was I love it's a wonderful life. Oh my god, it's amazing. Like if you don't know that, Johnny, you need to I'm not into it. I just I'm just that I mean, I'm not, I'm not on, into man. it. Get out of that. You gotta like black and white. That was anyway. Pretty I don't fly. know. It makes me feel differently about Johnny. Like he do you <laughs> do you think about like life and your purpose? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Not during Christmas time, though. I'm I am pretty the epitome like, of like if Christmas is commercialized, that's for me. That's really? what I. That's what I want. Do you also yeah. love Valentine's Day? Uh, no, I don't sell. We don't really celebrate. No. That's not. But I, I inject all the stereotypical Christmas things that, like, Christmas is a commercial holiday at this point. That's that's what I'm into. Oh. It's a wonderful life. It's fine. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's a bad movie. But I like. Would I want to sit and watch it? Start to finish? No, I have no interest in doing that. But can I just, as as this elder states from them, this table here, I just this panel. Here's here's a little notation. The reason why though is because you still have two that you have to kind of still bring that hope and that celebration and that excitement to that they feel or you know experience some of the things that we experience as children. And so, like Home Alone, and for me, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, I literally sat. Between my mom's, you know, in yeah, front of my mom, that's probably true. Legs, just sitting there watching it, you know, these are these cartoons that was not one hundred percent colorful cartoons or animations like Tom and Jerry, but it still brought about a sense of family and oneness and 
there were messages that was in those times that was there. Like right now, my, my girls are 19, 18, and 15. They want cash. Cash rules <laughs> everything around them. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar. Good thing bill, daddy's y'all. got a lot of cash dishing out. <laughs> Thanks, God, for PHNX. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this made me think of a story. I don't know if we are allowed to tell like Santa stories. If you guys get what I'm saying, like no one in our audience is going to be. Can I tell a story? My six year old listens to every show we do. No, you're good. Can I tell a Santa story? Yeah, go right ahead. Absolutely. So you might be shocked to know that I never believed in Santa. Mm -mm. That's horrible. And I'm joking. Nobody Nobody's probably shocked about that. We just didn't. I grew up in a very faith-oriented mm-hmm. household, and my parents wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what we were celebrating, and it had nothing to do with a, a fat guy delivering presents. So, never believed in it, which is why, which is a reason why I feel like I I, I don't like fiction and cartoons, and I never. There's a lot of things that that I feel like you know what I feel like it stemmed from like just never. I never believed in the Easter, but all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was young, like probably like four years old. And we were going to my, so I was in Ohio. We were flying to my grandparents in California for Christmas. And I was just very independent. And so if you can like kind of, I'm setting the scene for you, uh, where I'm, uh, are you going to sneeze? Are you okay? No, we're good. No, you're good? Okay. We're good. So I'm like unloading my own things. Like nobody can help me. I'm four years old. Nobody can help me. I got it. I'm like putting my backpack on. No, I'm fine. I got it. I got it. And I think I'm big. And as we're waiting for the door to the plane to open, we were kind of up front. One of the flight attendants leans down and says, "Um, we might have been coming home, actually. She goes, did Santa get that for you for Christmas? And I'm four. Oh, no. I look up. I'm like holding on to my backpack. And I said, did your parents lie to you too? Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, no. Great answer, though. Great answer. I was so ticked off when any adult tried to like pull one on me. I'm just like, I don't have time for this BS, guys. Yeah. Like That makes me sad. Yeah, that's how I was. That, that was me. I, I love it. I mean, I think there's a part where, I mean, you say you grew up in a faith-based home. And so there's. You multiple, can have both. You I mean, can definitely have you, you both. You can definitely have like, both. Yeah. Like my, my mom and dad, didn't. <laughs> they didn't have no problem telling me if you didn't act right, you wasn't getting presents because Santa wasn't bringing you stuff. So I, it was a naughty, good, bad list without a problem at our household. And we were definitely, <laughs> we were bad. But we were trying to be so good. We tried so bad to be so good, but we couldn't. It's six of us. And we were bad. I mean, my oh, mom. You're one of six. The bad. One of six. The baddest, yeah, the baddest of the bad. One of six. That. And we were bad. No, was, I'm, one was of no, two. I'm one of two. My, um, my mom was like, just no notation. Like, we had no tree, no presents, none. When we woke up on the 25th, Jesus had just showed up. Oh, Christmas. you didn't have a treat even had, until... My mom whoa. and dad was so, they were so smooth. They was like, nah, you're not getting nothing. You're so bad. And they busted Y'all will up. not listen. You're just so hard-headed. I know what you said. You're not getting that. You will not get that. No, no. Don't ask for nothing when I go in this store. Don't point to nothing. Don't tell me nothing. And then we wake up on Christmas and man, it would be... Cheerson, you would have a a tough time dealing with what has now graduated from the myth of Santa to also having to incorporate 30 days of 
or 25 oh, days the, of Elf on yes. the Shelf, which we do at our house. Yes. And every night you have to take this little stuffed animal and put it somewhere new in your home. Mm. I'm not doing that. And it is a thing they've commercialized. He's on commercials. My my son every morning is like, <laughs> where's Elf? I got to talk to Elf. I got to let him know what's going on. God love him. Hudson, he just gets up. And so like there are times where Kelsey and I like fall asleep and we forget to move Elf. And he's like, mom and dad, Elf didn't move last night. And I'm like, oh, looks like he needs another day in his spot. And so you have to keep up that charade. And there are little outfits you can buy Elf. We made him a, an astronaut once or a fireman. Um, but yeah, I love it. it I love he it. He reports one, back to Santa. I have I one it. thing to add to that. First, I just want to uh, remind everybody that you can still get tickets to our tailgate party on Christmas Day. We're going to be out at the Lola once again. We're changing things up a little bit. It's just $10 to get in the door. There's a $35 all you can eat Christmas buffet, $50 all you can drink uh, package. And so uh, we're going to be out there once again. It's always a good time out at the Lola. If you have had um, spent a couple days indoors with the family and you're done opening presents and celebrating and it's time to kind of get out and have some fun uh, before the game, come hit us up at the Lola. Uh, we're going to be out there and it is always a good time. I think it's great. Come on out, take pictures. There'll be some great door prizes. I mean, I don't Burger game travel. Be there Bergen, yes. Bergen yeah. Travel to be there, which they always do. It's always a great time. DJ, look, they're going to DJ some fun music. Um, if you if you buy any one of the packages, you're going to really enjoy it because I feel like you know when we say a tailgate, it's not a it's not a it's a great tailgate. Like it has all the fixings and the workings of what your tailgate looks like on it's the everything lawn. You could want. Everything you want. You got TVs that's blasting. You got music that's playing. People walking by. You can people watch. You got fan interaction. There's some prizes, some, some great stuff that's taking place. There's cornholing. Look, food is fabulous. The drinks are great. You cannot miss this moment. Come out, take pictures, sit around, hang out. I think, I mean, I love it. And guess what? Westgate is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I mean, gosh, like, we, like when, like, it's absolutely beautiful. Frank and, that, and I had to like pause for a second when we turned man. around and like saw it lit up. We were like, Wait a second. This, this is, is this, beautiful. This is Phoenix. Like this is Phoenix in the winter. Like it's we are it's, blessed to live here. Feels like Vegas. All these TVs, these monitors, and just the waterfall in the backdrop looks like it potentially could be the Bellagio. Uh, there's a bunch of great restaurants, but Lola's awesome. We're going to be there. You should show up. I mean, like I'm going to be there. Get there and let's have some fun, man. Really have some fun. So, to wrap up this conversation before we head into our last segment, I do have one question to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. So, you both grew up believing in Santa. Yes. You both mm-hmm. did Santa for your kids. Yeah. Is it wrong? I don't have kids yet. Mm-hmm. Is it? I go back and forth because, on one hand, it's like, oh, well, they don't have that belief, but at, at, at some point, you're going to have to crush it. So, is it is it wrong to not do Santa? Because I'm still, at some point, I'll have kids hopefully. And I go back and forth sometimes like this time of year, like, will I do it for my kids? Is it wrong to not? That's a, that's a, that's a question you're going to have to answer yourself, <laughs> Chirsten. I'm what asking will, for some advice. I would say the memories and the, and the joy that you will get out of it with your kids will supersede some idiot in the second grade telling your son or daughter that Santa's not real. And then having that. Oh, conversation. by the way, that was one. Okay. I ruined it for. Yeah. You were probably one, that kid. No, 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 no. I ruined it for, for one kid and I was old and I legitimately did not know that she still believed in Santa. Yeah. There's a cutoff. And so there was, yes. 
So she was above the age in which I thought people still believed in Santa Claus, and I accidentally ruined it for her. I will say, outside of that, I did not go around Good. ruining it. I kept it to myself. I sort of, like, in my head was like, I can't believe you guys believe in this shit, but I didn't say it out loud. I will say that in our time and era, or mine, I don't think that if I would say that, if, I, if it were back then, I'd say, no, your kid's going to be Amazon. Like Santa be Amazon. Like it's hard. It's hard to continually speak about Santa in regards to if you're faith based in your household to speak about Santa in the light of anything being the person that's bringing and taking care all this stuff. Right now, Amazon is running the the narrative on presents getting, and there is no there is no delay on how to get what I want when I want it now. Because right now you can get it at a now moment. Christmas at a time which was presents were. For in the ideology of kids, kids being good. There's a naughty. There's a, you know, if you're if you're on a good list or a bad list. If you've been bad, you're not gonna get presents or you're not on Santa's list. And these things were, you know, that conversation is going back and forth. Look, if you're a person that whatever you believe that you and how you want to raise your children, that's the beauty of having kids. It's you. It's not so other people can tell you how to raise. <laughs> not them. at all. I mean, that's that's for you. That's what you <laughs> look. That's. That's, that's what other members of your family are for. That's, that's what other members in the family, right? <laughs> members in the family and other girls who think they know better. That's not. There's nothing more precious than you having your own kid to be able to pour into them that which you know and believe and understand about this thing called life. Life yeah. is hard. It has a bunch of conversations. It has a bunch of questions on what's real and what's not real. You want to talk about someone you've never seen? That's faith. You've never seen Santa. Or what we idea or what we believe to be Santa. You've never seen Jesus or you've never seen whoever you believe to be in. You've never seen that person. Cheers, Sam. Unless you've had eyes to see that person. That's called hope, faith, and belief. And then if you want to preach that message to your kids, do it. However you, want to, however you choose to do it, there's never wrong to preach hope, faith, and belief in something. Never. There's nothing wrong with that. Cheers, Sam. Have you ever seen a, a billion dollars before? No. But it exists. We know it's real. So you don't have to see something to believe in it. Call faith. That's right. And it's how, but it's how you how you preface it. It's how you preface it. I was gonna say a million dollars, but we know Frank's seen a million dollars, so I don't. I didn't want a couple of those. That's yeah. a line I from the seen Santa a couple Claus. of those. So, so I had to crank it up to a billion just to keep it on. Great job, dude. Yeah. Great job. But now, look, your kids are your kids. You raise them how you want to raise them. There's parents that get up every Sunday morning and bring their kids to the NFL, and they always bring them to the NFL. And they talk about nothing but the NFL. Sports and they give them sports every day, and they give them that belief that sports is the most important thing. And they teach them that sports is our family, it's a way to connect, it's a way to bring about that that wonderfulness. So, when you get to that place and you look dead, those and you look dead, those beautiful eyes of your kids, and you say, You know what? In me, I will teach you what I understand to be right and truth. And once you do that, that child would be able to move forward in the world that they believe because really, your world is not Europe, Asia, or or any other continent. It's the United States. And then you just center it and bring it right down to your household. And your household is your world. And then once you bring that to your world, you give you give them your world, they'll go out and change the world with what you understand to be life in this place. And that's all that matters. I will say one thing that I do respect about my parents' decision is another thing that they wanted aside from um, the faith aspect of it. They wanted to make sure that I understood that things just don't appear. And that when my dad went to work every day, it was to put a roof over our heads to put food on the table 
to be able to have Christmas every year. Oh. Not everybody gets that. So I, I do appreciate that aspect from what my parents did. Also, I didn't know. And if you didn't know until now, now you know that Frank is an excellent advice giver when it comes to life advice. So you're welcome. Notice how she left me out of the, I have children. I'm married. She just left me out of that conversation. No, Did man. you just hear what Frank, I mean, it was like a mic drop. No, I was following the Seahawks game. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh. Oh my God. Which is more important because you know why? Because he cares about the car. We're trying to get the, we're trying West, to get into the playoffs. It. So we're trying to get to the playoffs. That's right. No, I listen and, to everything yeah. Frank says. I'm Same like, thing, man. I, I love, I love both aspects of me and Johnny's conversation because, I'm the same guy that my parents made me sweat it out. And there is nothing more than, and I've learned this consistently, there's nothing more than faith, hope, and what you believe in. And how you teach it and how you share it is how you move through this life, man. And it's uh, it allows you to believe in people, even when you want to doubt them. It allows you to believe in a holiday that you might not think is real, but then yet it seems to be the most magical moment in humanity that becomes something that's beautiful to you in your scenario and situation. Christmas is a situation where it's supposed to be about giving. And most of the time, people become more givers. And people who don't have tend to get. And that is a blessing in so many ways that you just can't, you know, you, you just, you can't pass up on. And if that little bit of moment of one day can change you or change your idea about helping somebody else or making somebody else smile, I mean... It's crazy. But when you do it from a kid's perspective as a parent and you can move an elf left and right and right and left and put him in the corner, put him in the bathroom, put him in the toilet and put him around the place, wherever you want to put him at. And your child is smiling and excited about That's waking up about. and waking up. Going. I'm saying, but if you wake oh, up, no, my wife but, won't let me quit. Look, <laughs> wake up in the morning and be excited about a day. To wake yeah. up in the morning and be excited about a day every day for 25 days or 20. That is absolutely precious. And it will rain in your soul. Until you until you get old, because you always remember that. Like you always remember that moment. That's a good point. I like that, Frank. Yeah, man. Thanks for dropping that knowledge. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm over here for. Me and Glenn Levitt. <laughs> Before we move into our final segment, one reminder about the promotion that the DraftKings Sportsbook app has going on right now. If you download it, use the code PHNX, but a dollar on any team to score in a game, and that is any team to score. All they've got to do is put up a single point. Uh, you're going to get $100 in free bets if they do. It is that simple. When they score, you score with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, again, using that promo code PHNX. All right, we all saw earlier in the week Kyler Murray bought his entire offensive line, uh, golf bags, and then new sets of custom-fit golf clubs to go in those new shiny golf bags for Christmas. Uh one question particularly pertaining to Frank, and then we will all share the best Christmas gift we ever got as a kid. But I would like to know, as a player, Frank, does anybody buy the receivers any presents? And if you did you ever get a good Christmas present from a teammate? What happened? I, I did. You know what? When you ask that question and you preface it as, did I ever get a good present from a teammate? I can only say Rob Moore. Rob Moore bought me my very first set of golf clubs, and thank you, Rob Aww. Moore. He did, which is funny that we can ironically, you know, coincide these both together because I, I, you know, Tyler buying golf clubs for his guys. Rob Moore is the first person to buy me some golf clubs. He bought me some from Ping, some Pings, and he was like, "Man, I think Frank, if you try these, you'll you'll like this. You'll like this game." And the Cardinals were doing, we were doing our Cardinal charities all the time, and I mean. I, 
I honestly, the crazy thing about it is I love golf so much that I wouldn't even play it during the season and in the off season while I was an NFL player because I started finding myself wanting to be challenged by it. Rob Moore brought me some pings and... Changed your life? It literally changed my life. And to this day, I am 100% hooked on golf. I love it. I chase it. It is my wife. And I am 100% sold on the love I have for golf. It's a lot of love right now that I have for golf right now. And everything else is... It's in its right place. <laughs> That's I can tell you. That's awesome. So you didn't start golfing until when? I didn't start golfing until I got here with the Cardinals. Um, but we would do like the little charity event. But what I wouldn't play golf until I didn't play golf until actually till I went until I left the NFL, which is like two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah, because I mean I left in two thousand four officially in two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six. I moved back to Birmingham with my wife and my kids at the time. And then I didn't pick up until like two and a half years. I wanted to wait. And I said to myself, just a little inside information on my life was I wanted to be at home, being a dad, being a husband at the house because the NFL takes so much of your time up. And then when I got done, I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. And then one day I said, God, I need something to do. I was walking through the house and I said, God, I need something to do. And a thought popped in my mind says, have you considered golf? That's the thought I heard. I immediately... Jesus is alive and real. Look, I'm going to tell you what happened. I immediately walked to the garage. I saw my golf clubs. I said, okay. Because I'd been home for two and a half years and I'm just a husband. And I said, I need, I need something to do. And heard that thought. Have you considered golf? I went and found the golf clubs, put my golf clubs in my car. I went after that. I have never stopped chasing them. I went down. Short, short story, I went... Got my golf clubs, put them in the car. I went and got my girls from school in in the day in the afternoon. Brought them back home. I said, "Hey, y'all need y'all need me to do anything?" They said, "No." I went down to a golf course when I was in Birmingham called Eagle Ridge. I went there. They used to give out gift card. They had a a, a hitting balls machine. It was a thousand balls, five hundred balls, a hundred balls. I picked a thousand. Wow! Oh my lord! And I just hit golf balls, and I fell in love even more. Once I hit that, once I had that moment of release, I have never stopped chasing that thought on the inside of me of have I considered golf any different than I've chased it any day right now. I'll play golf in the morning, afternoon, day, time, anytime you tell me, anytime. That's how much I love golf. So Rob Moore, the best gift you ever gave me was golf, and it means so much to me. So people don't, so, you know, we hear about quarterbacks taking care of their offensive line. I mean, that's like, a, we hear that every single year. It's a thing. So does do, does anybody else get presents from anyone else? Like, is that a thing on teams? No, every team teammate tends to have like a little, um, the groups tend to have uh, a, a, a present sharing set oh, moment. Okay. So if the cornerbacks are the cornerbacks and safeties, they'll do their sharing linebackers in, you know, because we all have our different meeting rooms. And so when you walk in there, like there's a, there's a linebackers coach, he's coaching, you know, four or five guys. Those guys have their own, you know. Got it, exchange. Yeah, they exchange how they do their stuff and then, it moves on that way. Quarterback giving off his line is pretty much, they don't give the whole offense. They do just the line. Right. The running backs do just the line. They don't do the receivers who blocking downfield. Oh, the quarterback and the running backs? They, ten, do they tend to do the line the because those line? are the only two that needs the protection. Mm. The running backs need the offense line to open up the holes, and the uh, quarterbacks need the offense line to protect them. The receivers, eh, unless, unless I'm catching, unless I'm Cooper Cup and 
I'm Stafford, and I got you as a top. You know, I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams and 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 Rogers. and Rogers giving out presents to each other, but nobody else. Lizards, Lazard, Lazard. Oh my bad, Lazard is probably not. But <laughs> typically in that in that area, the coaches don't even get presents to the players. We don't exchange. Well, pre- that I we don't that exchange I would, presents with, with the coaches. Yeah, but the players do, and it depends on who's in your um, area right there. So, like, it's kind of how we're going to exchange presents. All right, Johnny, uh, <laughs> your favorite <laughs> gift that you ever got as a kid? Oh, man, uh, so many to pick from because uh, our Christmas is very fortunate, always oh, robust. Uh, I used to make a very detailed list. I would, cut the <laughs> I, can photo. See that. I would cut the photos from catalogs and paste them on my list for Santa so everybody knew exactly what I wanted. Had a clear and defined expectation. My parents hated that because um, they're like, element of surprise. And I'm like, stick to the list, Santa. <laughs> um, uh, I got a uh, stick. To uh, the list, I, I got a couple. I got a uh, OG Power Rangers Megazord when I was younger. All the robots that could combine to make one big robot. Wow. That was huge. That, that, was, that was huge. That was that was that great. Was uh, fast forward a little bit further into my youth. I got the first generation iPod was a huge deal. Mm, yeah. That took up a lot of my Christmas monies. Um, it was like a brick. You could throw it against the wall, but it, I mean, the, the concept, I was like very much like CDs, CD players. I hated that cause they would always break and we'd take long car rides. So the thought of having an iPod that I could charge and have like upwards of like a thousand songs, that was a big deal. You guys remember the LG chocolate, the phone? The oh LG? yeah. I got one of those for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I, I got an LG chocolate. I thought it was hot shit and it was, it was a big piece of crap. Um, yeah. so when I was, but it was like the first touchscreen, anything. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. Really? Cause it, it just had like two buttons that were touchscreen. It was like, yeah, I, you know, it, the, it was not the, I, the only reason I wanted it, they had a really good marketing campaign where I think Christina Aguilera sang the song yeah. and they were playing the chocolate song. And I'm like, that phone looks like something. Yeah. James. It was Bond really trendy. It was. Yeah. yeah I, was su- I was a super slave to trends. Uh, still I am to some degree. So yeah, those are a couple notables. My, so I have like two, I think I might've like told this story on the podcast. I, I definitely did. The mm. one where they disguised a really small TV. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. But college, right? Yeah, I was in college. I'll tell it again real quick. Basically, for on Black Friday, my mom and I went and got what I thought was my dad. Like, I don't know what inch. I'm not into TV, so whatever. It was a big TV. And uh, because my dad supposedly wanted a new TV for their room so that he could watch football in their room. That's what I was told. So I went, stood out line, at, at long line around like Target, like elbowed my way into getting one of these TVs. I was super excited. So they put it up against the wall, like put like a sheet over it. <laughs> and, um, and so I was like, Oh, like dad's going to know what that is. Like whatever. So I was totally in on it the whole time. And my parents, so I wanted a TV cause I, the apartment that I was living in, uh, I didn't have a TV. So my parents wrapped one at like a small one up that they had won at like a Christmas party. It's basically like a computer monitor screen. And I unwrapped it. And my mom was like, isn't that what you wanted, Cheerston? You wanted a TV, right? And I was like, yeah, thanks, mom. And then, yeah, then they all started laughing. And they're like, turn it around, turn it around. And it had a note that said switch with dad. Mm -hmm. So that was that was like probably Uh the most memorable moment of anything I've ever gotten just because of the Mm -hmm. way they executed it. 
But um, another memorable thing that I got when I was a kid that I really wanted, I got the iPad or the iPod and the chocolate phone and all those things. <laughs> I was spoiled growing up. So like, that's not what stuck to me. That was like an expectation. Uh, unfortunately for me, it was just like, you know, whatever. Sure. But when I was, when I was younger, uh, I got a skateboard and a r- skateboard ramp. Oh my! Oh, goodness. cool! And I know that had to be really fire because you're a girl, and they was like, "You're not doing that," and like, boom, oh. you felt. Like- I was one of those girls where I just wanted to prove. I mean, look at me; I have a career in sports. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up wanting to prove the whole world wrong about anything they could possibly ever say about me. And as a result, I ended up doing a lot of activities that you would consider boy activities growing up. Skateboarding was one of them. Unfortunately, I'm afraid of getting hurt. And skateboarding is not an activity that you do if you're afraid of getting hurt because you're going to fall a lot. So I did it. I wrote it. I like had a helmet on and whatever. And so like I never got like seriously injured. But the ramp was like a decent ramp. And uh, like I was so stoked about it. I mean, I got like a snowboard one year. When I was like younger, I got like matchbox cars. Like I was like all about didn't like Barbies. I didn't. I just for the most part at at, at some point it kind of switched and I became more of a girly girl. But a lot of my presents were like sports related. Ba- oh, a softball bat that I like really wanted. <laughs> I think I like cried when I got this softball okay. bat that I like really, really, really wanted. That was my childhood. I look, I, I shared just a little bit that my mom and dad would show us nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like you you walk in the house and it's the same. December 24th, it's the exact same. Nothing's changed. Like you're thinking, like, come on, mom, like what's up? Let's no. be festive. Yeah, yeah, like like no, like you're you're bad. Like, no, you're bad. No. You were bad every year. No, I wasn't. I was just like, this is what they this is their message. Their message was like, we're gonna hide everything because you can't. Watch the watch the foolishness in the statement though. As a kid, you don't know it. Santa comes down what? The chimney. A, the chimney. But you I mean, have Florida. A chimney. There's no chimney. Yeah. The sliding glass door is what we tell our kids. But that's what I'm saying. Like Santa. Yeah. So this. So but we're my dad's like I left the door open. How did he get in there? How did how did Santa get all his presents here, Dad? I left the door open so he can get in here. I didn't. I mean, he's Santa, of course. So that's what he was saying. Yeah. But I wanted this. At this time, BMX was like hot. Like it was the hot, mm. like it was the hot thing. BMX, you had a bicycle, you had to put the pegs on the pet. Oh, love pegs, pegs on the outside, peg pegs on the outside, around. pegs on the outside, man. And you put like a little, a little, a little, little, little card on the inside. Oh yeah, sound like a motorcycle. Yeah, yep. like that. You make noise. That that was like the hottest thing at the time, right? So guess what? I told my mom I want this black. This was, it was a bike. It was called the Golden Eagle. It was <laughs> it was called the Golden Eagle, but it was black. But the trimming and all the all the name and the fonts on Huffy was gold. It had gold trimmings. The handlebars was like it had gold, but the you know the uh, the grips were black, but the brakes were black. It was gold, so everything was gold. It was, a, it was called the Golden Eagle. I begged my mom for like two months, please, Mama, please, please, <laughs> please, please, let me get that. Guess what? No, you're not that good. You're not good. You're not being nice. You're not doing this. Wait, Look so this is after sister. Santa? No, this is this is no, this is like. Well, why would you be begging your mom for it? Well, then? because I thought you know she had to. I want her she to. She had the life. I want her Santa. to help tell oh. Santa I was good. That's like what Elf does. We had to tell Santa we were good. Somebody had to vouch for our goodness, and so I was like, please, please tell him we're good, my man. I didn't. She said nothing of the sort. 
And next thing you know, we would always I come out for Chris. There it is. Bang. JV, you think I'm lying? There it is right there. It's $69.99 <laughs> right now, Jefferson baby. Ward, yes. Let me tell you something. $69.99 back then. Regularly $129 back was, then was, was a, expensive. Let me see it, yeah. let me see it one but, more time. Oh, man, that is fresh. Like is the, that not? Like the vac metal gold looks really popping. Look, folks, you're not, you can't see it, but let me tell you something. This Google it. It's worth bike it. was all I wanted for Christmas because we were BMXers. We were going to figure this thing out, man. We were jumping over ramps. We were jumping over each other. We were building our own ramps, putting boards on top of cement bricks and whatnot. Just everything we could do to hurt ourselves as little kids. And that bike right there is all I wanted for Christmas. And my mom said no for 24 straight days. There is nothing I could see you more on as a kid than 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 this bike. I tell you what, I love that bike so much, man. I did every trick I could do in the book. Awesome. And the only thing I can say about that bike is I had it for three weeks. That's it. Three and, weeks. And then Debo stole it. Debo, you 100% know the fact. Oh <laughs> Debo my stole my bike. I went into Circle K. At this time, you know, you get the big gulp was the big thing. You get 99, 89 cents for the big gulp. And I was like, oh my God, let's look at the big gulp. We rode, Everybody rode their bikes up to get the big gulp. And then uh, we, we didn't have uh, we didn't locks? have locks or chains at the time. You, just, you can't leave the well, golden eagle unattended well, you just, like that. You just drop your bike and run in there and grab a soda and put it in the fountain. Come on out, and go back and get your bike. Golden eagle was gone. Had to walk home. I was I was on somebody else. I didn't walk home. I was on somebody else's pants, driving home, crying the whole way through. I love that bike so much, man. Oh, that was the best so gift ever. But guess what? My mom and dad was the best at that, man. They hid. They showed no excitement about nothing. They said you were not a good kid. The next thing you know, there I was. got that bike, man. That was the best thing ever. I could not figure out how. It wasn't just my bike, though. I'm from six. We had like five bikes that were sitting in the yard in front of a tree some kind of way. And all these presents was in front of a tree. So that's what I'm saying. Like that about Christmas is it's something you can always uh you can put in, you can put in place that seed inside your kids, man, and give them that hope because Something about it is magical. They ask for it. You don't get it. They don't get it until you show them. And it's like, my mom and dad both are gone. But that was one of the best moments ever in my life in Christmas. We just took a trip down memory lane. That was pleasant. Can't yeah, top, I can't top that. that yeah, we're not topping it. But guess what? We're going back to the Cardinals and we believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we will either see you That's out it. at the Lola for our tailgate party. We hope Please to see come you out. there again. Come on just out. $10 gets you in the door. We've got a Christmas buffet. We've got an all-you-can-drink package. Or If not, then we will see you virtually uh, for our post-game show after the Cardinals game against the Colts. And we're certainly hoping that the Cardinals prove both me and Johnny wrong and they're able to get uh, to get a win and, and stop the bleeding. Yes. So we are we are hopeful for that. So we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry and Christmas. And we will see Merry you Christmas. on Christmas for the Cardinals game against the Colts.